0: Listeners, this is Vicious Cycle, the podcast, nope, the only comedy podcast about periods that we know of. I'm your <laughs> co host Meg Hayes. I'm Kate Elston. And I'm Meg Trowbridge. Welcome. We're so excited because this episode we get to talk to an OG friend. This friend has known us since we were in our Teens. Early twenties, so we were getting shitfaced at theater parties. <laughs> so our yeah. friend, uh, fellow comedian and actor Nadia Vasquez. We're yeah. so excited Ooh. to finally have Nadia on our show. OG listeners know Nadia from her amazing um, phone call when she called in her first period story. Nadia's first period story is like out of the pages of Tiger Beat. Like, it's so perfectly <laughs> written.
1: She talks about it in this episode, too. She re- she reminds us what happened. It's so good.
0: It's so good. It's so perfect. It's a teen people period. It really is. <laughs> it's the equivalent of, like, it was Labor Day, and I was wearing all white, and I got my period. Yeah. It's yes. on that level. Yes, it uh, true is.
1: I was riding a roller coaster, and I had just eaten a burrito.
0: Completely. Yes,
1: yeah. yes,
2: yes, yeah. Totally.
0: Like I, I was
2: walking down a promenade uh, during the May Day parade, <laughs> no. and yeah.
0: I, I, there
1: was a banana peel.
0: <laughs> it was like I dated an improv actor. Yeah, it didn't go well. You know what I mean? It's that kind of, it's that level. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Nadia is an amazing comedian and actor based in LA. Her podcast that we're all fans of is called probably should have known better, which we were just guests on. Yeah. So go check them out and listen to our episode. We talk about the women of SNL and, um, it c- yes. truly Meg was just saying it truly could have been an entire season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We
1: talked for, I don't know how they're going to edit long. that down. We I talked don't know for either.
0: So, so if you've sorry. ever wanted
1: to know what female cast member we love the most and hate the most from yeah. snl you should go check Get that out also yeah their podcast is so good they they review uh movies that have aged poor uh, to determine if if they've aged poorly movies yeah. from our childhood so called great great team known better it's great check it out
0: also are we in agreement on the person we hate the most oh yeah absolutely great i'm glad or I- meg has the thought oh meg. Well, i just
2: i don't I don't like, but on principle, I don't hate anyone. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You uh, would. <laughs> but, I
0: don't believe you.
2: <laughs> but I don't think I've seen enough of her to like have. A, I don't think I watched the season she was in mm. enough to have a strong opinion. But she was there for multiple seasons. Yeah, and i I mean, she was shocked. barely in anything. So, like,
1: listeners, who are we talking about? Go you over check to Perali Pod. We'll put a link or a reminder in our description, if I remember to do that, Uh if Meg remembers <laughs> to do that, we'll yeah. do that. Um, note but yet, to self. Note to all of us. <laughs> um, This episode, though, we were really excited to sit down with Nadia. You know, we thought it would be a really good time to talk about periods in pop culture. And so we thought, let's talk about Pen15, the amazing Hulu show that just has been nominated for some Emmys, by the way. Yes. Um, so in this episode, we talk about any mention of any episode that of pen 15, that mentions a period. So there's a couple episodes in season one and one in season two. Um, so get excited and for patrons of this here show, Nadia, this one, this one (laughs) one right here, we talked to Nadia about pen 15 and Nadia's period and a range of other late nineties, early two thousands, nostalgia that we talked so much that there is 20 minutes of Bonus content on the Patreon page and it's video content. So you can watch, right. watch us and listen to us for 20 more minutes. Um, can you imagine
0: for just $5 a month or more or more. <laughs> if you have deep pockets, speaking of patron, is there
1: a patron we should be shouting out because she donated oh! so much money?
2: You know it. We've got a new patron. At uh, our super level, which means they get a special acrostic poem call
0: out. And this is a very special listener and patron. This this is a dedicated, dedicated. Dedicated.
2: This bleeder has been with us, I think, since season one. Like she found us pretty fast and has stayed true. Um, And now she's supporting us with her cash and it means a lot uh, Becky, this one's for you. Remember, acrostic is the it's the letters of the name. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case people don't know poetry. <laughs> <clears throat> to Becky, bloody excellent coochie haver, <gasps> kick ass, yes. <laughs> Becky, put that on a bumper
1: sticker.
0: So good. (laughs) But put it vertically. Yeah,
2: vertically. So people get it. It's a poem. (laughs) It's
0: a poem. Wow. Coochie haver. Why do we even use blisteners anymore? (laughs) Coochie. Coochie havers. So good. Coochie havers getting excited for this episode. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I love the (gasps) audible gap. Because we've used so many euphemisms at this point. I'm like, coochie haver. These call it level are to to unlocked. Really
2: creative because there's some letters where I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> if there's a P, I'm going to be like, penis, not ever.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> pussy, Meg, pussy. Oh, come on. Meg is right there. <laughs>
1: well, thank you again so much, Becky. You've been a dear, dear fan, and we love your support. Yes. Yes, agreed. Um
0: and thank you for the IBS recipes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, so before we get into not Na- episode, uh, we have an international listener Ooh. who wrote to us all the way from Melbourne, Australia. Wow. That is far away. Melbourne, Melbourne, I, I think they apologize. say Melbourne. 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 Nail? No, Nave. stop it. Oh no,
1: Nar-er. no. Nar-er. Rebecca,
0: Rebecca. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but Rebecca from Melbourne uh, wrote us about her experience with the vaccination. Ooh. Okay. This is in reference to our previous episode on vaccines and periods. Rebecca writes, Hi ladies, love the podcast. I have endometriosis and adenomyosis. Have we covered that by the way? That sounds familiar adenomyosis we Someone might have Google to look it. back into I think it. it it
2: means really heavy
0: yeah oh. so she, she said so i've suffered various menstrual issues for a very long time thanks for introducing me to nat kareem Gudis.
1: nice I, I
0: recently joined an online course with her and <gasps> adding just a few supplements she recommended has changed my life
1: season oh. one shout out another season one fo- follower
0: amazing My periods have since been easy with barely any pain, which is like so amazing to hear. It was wonderful until (laughs) my last cycle was the worst in a very long time. Very heavy. I had to change my heavy period undies several times a day. I leaked day and night and the clotting. I couldn't go without painkillers. I felt drained for days after. Then I listened to your podcast about vaccines. I had heard people talking about effects on periods, but just thought it was a heap of anti-vaxxer nonsense. Mm. This was my first period after having my first Pfizer-Myrna COVID-19 vaccine. It would have been great to hear medical advice that this was a possible side effect before mm-hmm. it happened, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was never noted in any study. Why would it be? Periods don't affect many people, right? Right. Hello. I had my second dose hours before I listened to this podcast. So I will wait to see what happens next time. Thank you, Rebecca. Yeah. Thanks for that. Fascinating. Reporting from the field, Rebecca from (laughs) Melbourne. (laughs) But I mean, that's a pretty big indicator that like something went on with Rebecca's business. yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, one, I'm so glad that she found relief things to like me too oh my gosh please you guys look up Nat cream like yeah. I, that's so ex- that's awesome yeah that she got so much relief and just if anyone's
2: curious so endometriosis is when the endometrial tissue grows outside the uterus and then adenomyosis is when it grows in the walls of the uterus
0: oh wow,
2: people just can't get a break just that's rough that's a rough break that's stupid.
0: and because we know that the endometrium is impacted by your immune system, yes. I wonder if having endometriosis could put you at higher risk for an. Wow, effect. Meg, connecting the dots. My doc, hey. I am a doctor, basically. Doctor
2: Hayes, dropping.
0: Doctor Dr. okay. Detective Hayes. <laughs> to my brother-in-law, who's actually adult doctor-like, plug your ears. But to you guys, <laughs> that I am that. Yeah. Wow. Yes.
1: Good. Good call, Meg.
0: Also, brother in law, Sean, call in if that sounded like it was science. Um, let us know. Yep. Did, I <laughs> <science>? <laughs> Did I science? Did I science? Thank you, Rebecca. You guys keep calling in and writing emails and about writing your emails. experiences yeah. because truly we could literally send it to the people that are doing this research for the first time. Yeah, We could have our own little study.
1: <laughs> and if anyone wants to email us instead of calling, our email is pretty easy. It's viciouscyclepodcast at gmail.com. Same as our Instagram handle, which is cycle Podcast.
2: Follow us. Same as our Good. website, which is VisiaCyclepodcast.com.com.com.
1: Um, should we get to Nani's episode now? Yes. Let's
0: do it. All right, listeners All
1: right,
2: coochie hoppers. Here you
1: go. <laughs> coochie
0: coochie coo.
2: Listeners, we are honored, privileged, nay. Shook it to have <laughs> such a guest with us today. Um, someone we've known since the aughts, the mm. mid aughts. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's um, <laughs>
2: I won't leave you in suspense any longer. It's Nadia Vasquez, actor, Hi. host of Probably Should Have Known Better podcast, and all around funny
3: person with impeccable taste. Nadia, thanks for being here. Oh my Yay. gosh. Hello. I want to carry you around in my pocket all day to say nice things.
2: <laughs> oh, I mean, all right. So sweet. I'm very expensive. We are so glad to have you on. We're such
3: a fan of your podcast. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. I'm such a fan of this podcast. I mean, I've called in.
1: So your podcast is absolutely amazing. For the listeners that don't know, you need to hop, you need to finish this episode, then hop your <laughs> ass over to probably should have known better. Um, Nadia and her co-host, I was going to say co blost but he is, yeah. from what we know, not a bleeder. No. Um, her co-host, Tony and she, they uh, look, they review movies and, and retell movies from our past that need a rewatch and look at it through the lens of today. Does it hold up? should the writer director kn- should have known better did should they have should they have
3: known better <laughs> yeah it's a celebration of comedy that is aged poorly like we mm-hmm. aren't um here to you know make anyone feel bad obviously we talk about it in the context of the general like uh pop culture what was going on in history and time uh if we cover movies that are specific like lgbtq uh, genre movie we'll talk about the history of what was going on at that time so that it would you know it kind of makes sense because i can't believe some of the things that we've watched were made <laughs> were i
0: actually made
3: yeah. yes
0: i will say your she's the man episode is probably my favorite <laughs> thank you is it's it because so i good. defended
3: it with my life yes
0: i think that's why <laughs> you were like Legit great movie. Fight it's me. fantastic. It's so <laughs> good. It's so That's good. That's why I
1: like your show because you actually review movies from a place of love and, yes. and TV shows and stand-up albums. You did a Dane Cook episode that hurt my soul <laughs> because it was so on point. Yeah. But um But you review them from a place of love. I feel like I listen to a lot of like rewatch podcasts or you know, podcasts where we review them in a different lens, and so many people really come down hard on these things, yeah. unfairly. And I think mm-hmm. you still say, hey, you know what? Ross, problematic character on Friends, still a pro-Friends podcast. And yeah, I, that.
3: <laughs> I appreciate you saying that because our main goal was not to come at it uh, from a place of cynicism. Because I feel like we are a very ironically detached generation. Mm. And I genuinely like to feel feelings. And Tony is not that way. So I think we're a good pairing because you know he genuinely did not like Shark Tale. And I genuinely <laughs> thought it was amazing. <laughs> like the soundtrack slaps. It's mm-hmm. really, it's, it's stupid, but it's very clever and hilarious. And he realized that he just lost his sense of whimsy. And he actually watched it a second time and was like, it wasn't that bad. I was just being
2: a little intense. <laughs> a negative nance.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> So in honor of your podcast, we thought it would be a good idea to bring you on, A, because we love talking to you, B, because we need to know more about your period. <laughs> yeah. But also we, you know, wanted to, let, let's bring Nadia on to talk about a period in pop culture yeah. um, and we can review it. So we had, we all of us rewatched a few episodes of Pen15.
2: Okay, so Pen15, a show that premiered in 2019. It was created by Maya Erskine, Anna Konkle, and Sam Swiebelman. Great last name. Mm-hmm. Um, and Maya and Anna play 13-year-old versions of themselves in the year 2000. Uh, mm. I found a fun fact that I didn't know, but maybe it's common knowledge, that the guys from Lonely Island are also executive producers. Awesomeness TV Productions. It's, I love that. I love that about this and about them. Um, and uh, I think, I don't know if this is the official logline for the show, but this is what I would say. Pen15 shows in excruciatingly accurate detail what it was like to be 13 in the year 2000. And Nadia,
1: I believe you and I both were 13 in the year 2000, yes. right? Or I've, in this...
3: Wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 80, I remember vividly babies? the Y2K extravaganza happening while i was wearing uh limited two jeans with glitter on them oh very wow cool. white eyeshadow glitter okay. eyeshadow uh yeah. i also had the spermy eyebrows because no one taught me how to do my eyebrows. <laughs> oh yeah of course big uh, just right above here to yeah the nose and then mm-hmm. tiny mm-hmm. tiny 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 and then Amazing. uh the platform spice girl shoes from payless
2: <laughs> sure of course
3: yeah uh spent a lot of my time ironing my hair with an actual iron oh boy before going to an eighth grade dance and capri pants with embroidery you know the butterflies wow yep
0: yep, 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 yep.
3: yeah 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 so watching so, this was really painful yes
1: i feel like for Her. me this is the first show that has i feel like boys get a lot of like what it was like to be a boy in the 80s in the 90s in the 70s in on mars like in the 40s like you get like every (laughs) but this is the first show that i've ever seen that so clearly reflected my childhood experience yes
3: it's so good and also it's not creepy because adults play these kids roles so they could really get into the nitty-gritty yeah and they do
1: it so good they're so good at it everyone should go watch it if you haven't seen it um, but so, Nadia, we're going to talk about the, the couple episodes that deal with menstruation. Um, but before we do, in honor of your podcast, I thought we could do a little bit of the year that was of the year 2000. Yeah. Because On your podcast, you often give context to what was happening at the time. Obviously, the show was created just a couple of years ago, but it takes place in the year 2000. So I thought, let's just take a trip down Mem's lanes.
3: Yeah. We call it former current events. Love
1: <laughs> <current> it. <events. laughs> so, former current events. The year two thousand, highest grossing movie of that year, Mission Impossible Two. Nice. Um, wow. Uh, the top songs were of the year were "Breathe" by Faith Hill, great, and two Santana featuring Rob Thomas songs, <laughs> or just sorry, two Santana songs. <laughs> Smooth, featuring Rob Thomas and Maria Maria. My absolute least favorite songs of all time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a dark year. <laughs> the hottest TV shows of the year 2000 were Survivor, ER, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire was a big one, and then Friends and Everybody Loves Raymond. So we were mm-hmm. doing a lot of multicam, a lot of game shows. It was the on the the tip of the reality show. Uh, mm-hmm. Trend, um, and then here's some current events that happened. State of Vermont legalized s- civil unions for same-sex couples.
3: Oh, Vermont! The U.S.
1: Uh, Vermont, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled to end the vote recount in Florida, Ugh. handing the presidency to George W. Um, cool, thanks, Florida. <laughs> do you remember uh, Elian Gonzalez? Like yeah. that whole custody battle ever. was happening in the year two thousand. Um, the wow. final Peanuts comic strip is published, and this one's a little dark. But this really stuck out for me because it happened in near Seattle. Alaska Airlines Flight 261 crashes, <laughs> killing all 88 people on board. Oh no! Um, I knew people that knew people on that flight, so Holy to me, that's very crap. that's very 2000. That's
3: crazy. Um, anywho, so that's
1: that's the year that was everybody. And then you I know, love I rel- that you ended
3: on the downer. <laughs> I yeah, I, I love it.
2: Let's let's get into it. Yeah, how do we feel? Yeah, I uh, I love because I see here, Kate also put notes about the fashion, oh, um, yeah. which obviously we can talk about because I feel like they nail it in Pen Fifteen. Like it just like the the one of the episodes we'll touch on is the dance se- season finale of season one, and Anna goes <laughs> in like kind of a asymmetrical handkerchief shirt but then she's still wearing capri cargo pants yes. and i'm like that is that is probably what i wore with flip-flops to a t yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to a t to a dance uh but yeah the handkerchief tops low rise also tea. in that
1: mm-hmm. in that in that show, uh, the song that comes on as, like, she and her friend Sam are talking, and then the slow song just comes on, mm. like, you know, in that awkward, like, oh, shoot, should we slow dance moment? And it's, I will never find another lover, mm-hmm. precious, oh, precious and- than you. Oh, Casey and JoJo. You. That song is so, like, Iconic. that song makes me want to run to a bathroom and hide. I have a story about this
2: song.
3: <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it's- it. The... This is related to my first period story, but there okay. wa- before I got my first period, I liked a boy. His name was Nestor, I
2: think. Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> no, no,
3: no, no, no. That was his friend. His name was Emmanuel. There's been a lot of boys in my life. I'm sorry. I can't
2: control. track. <laughs> For all the boys I've loved before.
3: Yeah. So there was this kid, Emmanuel. I had a crush on him. And I, my friend Katie was with me. And she said, you're going to call him and you're going to ask him out. I'm going to play Casey and JoJo on the boombox. So <laughs> right. that when you look back, you'll think this was our <gasps> song. Wow. Oh so, you, can't make, you can't force a song. Wow. It, I forced it. So I, <laughs> I called him and was like talking, but it, I kept losing my nerve. So she just kept hissing repeat. She <laughs> just kept hissing repeat on the song. And I think I heard it like 12 times before I was like, will you be my boyfriend? And he's like, Sure. And then like three days later, I got my period and he was there. It was the whole thing. Oh. We'll, we'll get into it. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, so the beginning of that song is just like triggers your yeah, end to drop.
3: Your period. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, my uterine lining is feeling a little loose.
0: <laughs> I want to know the people who are older than us. And that was their wedding song. Ew. Oh Wow. <laughs> just saying. And There listeners? are people out Any there. Listeners?
2: Yeah. Listeners, call in, please Honestly, no judgment
0: No judgment <laughs> It's a
2: beautiful song That song <laughs> It was sincere
1: Let's talk about Let's talk about these shows Let's talk about these episodes of Pen15 um, Specifically the period stuff Who wants yeah. to begin
0: I mean, what? first off, the the episode where um, Maya gets her period at the end is when Anna stays over for a couple of nights. And I just feel like you can never spend more than, like, five hours with your best friend in middle school because you will immediately hate them. Mm-mm. Like, the the timing felt mm. very appropriate. Yes.
1: <laughs> but you that, that feeling at the beginning of the episode where they realize that they're going to spend – they're gonna have school night sleepovers like that was such a real treat and a real feeling like I remember there were times when I yes you spent the night at your friend's house and you went to school together
3: like that was huge that was a huge huge deal but the the part that broke my heart (laughs) was that it went so awry but not in the way that we would have expected Mm -hmm. you know like it's one thing to be like, oh, yeah, my friend's spending the night and, you know, we're getting sick of each other. But it was, like, rooted in jealousy from the way that her mom treats Anna versus how she treats uh, Maya. And it was, like, ten times more heartbreaking than I even anticipated this episode to go. Because, you know, you you can make a guess, but they they were like, no, we're going to stick your, stick a knife of emotion into your heart and twist it! (laughs) Oh, yeah. And to, like, see, like... You know, oh, does she
2: like her better than me? Is she like a better daughter? And you know, like just comparing yourself like that to your best friend, right?
1: But meanwhile, Anna's going through this whole thing with her parents, where like they're in the midst of maybe getting a divorce, and her parents aren't like there for her. So Maya's mom was. Um,
0: Maya's mom Maya's is the best mom ever, and that's a real is such mom. Such a great character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
1: actor is her real mom. It's amazing. She's mm-hmm. amazing. Um,
0: yeah, so
1: the thing about that episode... So what happens basically is at the end... Or towards the end, both girls, you know, they've left their... They finished their sleepover for a couple nights. Maya or Anna realizes that her parents are getting a divorce. And Maya gets her period. And Maya gets her period after her mom has basically yelled at her and said, You need to grow up. You're not a child anymore. And then she goes to the bathroom and there's blood. And I read a an article um, from Vulture, I think, where they talk about... um writing this episode and Maya says you know that feels like it's a very like oh oh then she got her period after her mom said don't be a child but in real life that actually happened to Maya that her mom kicked her out of sleeping with her in bed and said you're not a child anymore and Maya got her period and then like went and sung Britney Spears to herself like (laughs) I'm not a girl (laughs)
0: which does happen Um, in the next episode she's like singing that to herself yeah so
1: (laughs) So that that really happened, and um, yeah, I just wanted to point that out.
3: Super beautiful, also that we saw what it looked like when yes. she got her period, which is ne- like, never seen on TV before.
2: Right. I even took a note. I was like, they got a great prop person because not only did they show blood, but it looked like period blood.
3: Yeah, it really. Did. Like it was, and yeah. it was like first period blood, which is like brown. Yeah, it was like you know, yeah. well done. Yeah. Um,
2: because, yeah, because that was something that um, they did an interview with LA Times. And Anna Conkle said that she always felt shame around her period. And so that's why they felt it was so important to actually like show the blood in the episode. Yeah, and none like, of this blue business. Hell yeah, ladies. Yeah, like it's
1: that. funny. Meg Hayes and I the other day were talking about how L.A., you know, there's just there's such an industry surrounding supporting Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And there and uh, a friend of ours said that there is just like a company that just like makes blood <laughs> like that's for different movies. What do you need? You need vampire blood. You need dried blood. And Meg and I were like, period blood. It's brown. Get it right. You know?
3: It's brown. And it's thick. Yeah. <laughs> Two C's. Yeah, thick in the good way. <laughs> the the parts about this episode, it, it the episode's called Anna Ishi Peters, which is Maya's last name. So she she they were talking about like we're sisters for the for these few days that we're yeah. here, and they uh, coordinated their outfits so they wore the same outfit every day because of course they had matching clothes. Of course, and they were just kind of doing everything together, and then the the part that would break is usually when, you know, there's some sort of, like, conflict, but it was all internal for Anna. Mm, and right. that was what was, like, really compelling because there really wasn't yeah. a moment of confrontation between the two until the end. Whereas, yes. like, in a normal sitcom, it would be like, we're having a fight at the top of act two, you right. know? Like, we gotta get to the climax. But the climax was never between them. It was just before Maya. And it was, like, the most compelling gorgeous beautiful thing they could have done because this is a real it's a real thing to lose compassion for your friend who's going through something when you're going through it
2: yeah when you're 13 your hormones are
3: wild yeah so it it was like it was borderline painful at times yeah but it was great (laughs) it's amazing like this needs to be we need like a thousand more seasons but you know nobody wants to watch these girls in college because that's when things get really hard. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I wouldn't be able to handle it. I don't, I don't, I can't handle that. Could barely handle when I was there.
2: (laughs) Um, Well, so, I mean, one, this episode's iconic because it's a comedy where we see a girl get her period for the first time. And I thought it was interesting that uh, she, she, like, takes it as like, oh, this means I'm supposed to grow up and I'm resisting that. I don't want to grow up. Um, and so I'm just curious, Nadia, Ooh. even though we've shared your voicemail in season one, for first time listeners, do you mind regaling us in your first period story and whether you also experienced shame or resistance to growing up <laughs> or other things covered in this episode of Pen15? Oh, cool. OK, OK, OK,
3: this is great, this is great. Um, <laughs> I, I vividly remember experiencing confusion, fear, and I wouldn't say shame, but I would say, um, honestly, it was just confusion. Because the the more everybody, you know, in sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, you get that whole class about this is what it's like when you get your period. But when it actually happens to you, it's like, what is happening? You know, kind of in the back of your mind, this is my period, but you've never seen it before. The new experience terrifying and I was playing basketball outside with said boyfriend said Casey and Jojo boyfriend wow. Emmanuel
1: Emmanuel and his friend song.
3: exactly we had our song but little <laughs> did I know I would also have menstruation and so I I was like I feel like I'm peeing myself I must go investigate and so I I went inside my hands were just dirty from the basketball we had a little hoop outside and there were, like, it was uh, Emmanuel, his friend, and my friend, who were also, like, a couple. So we were, like, double dating, cute. playing basketball. So cute. And I was like, I'm peeing. So I went inside, and I didn't know what the hell was going on. When I looked down and saw brown, I was told it was going to be red like blood. Right. No one told me it would be brown and, like, strange. So I didn't know what to do. I did exactly what Aunt, Aunt uh, Maya did, and I rolled up some toilet paper and I put it in there and then I was like, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> so had, my grandma, I told my grandma, I was like, grandma, I don't feel good. Can you tell my friends to go home? She went out there and let them know. And I just like went to my sister. I was like, what, what happened? And she's like, oh girl, we need to get you a pad. Cause that's kind of, my family is anti-tampon. Uh, mm. It's a Catholic thing, I think. Um, <laughs> I don't know. And so yes, she like ta- <laughs> yeah, she taught me how to put it on and i felt like i was like wearing a diaper and it felt really like i was a little kid kind of which is mm. the opposite of what the experience mm, right. was, mm-hmm. I, I, was to I was told
1: i was going baby. to be a woman yes. right I the worst like part
3: though the worst part was that my mom told all of my aunts and they all called me <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were like congratulations That's and i was like meanest thing you can do to a tween like- <laughs>
3: I was like, I don't talk to this aunt ever. First all, I see her at Christmas and then like sometimes in the summer when we go visit in Mexico or Texas, like I've never it was so embarrassing. That was when I started to feel like should I be ashamed of myself? But the mm-hmm. weird part was was they were celebrating it. So right. I like nobody was really explaining like this means this. It was like a lot of different things. Most of it all was based in confusion a lot of it was inconvenience because I wanted to play outside my friends yeah so I mean over time the the like brownness of it went away so I got kind of more used to it I experienced cramps for the first time on like my second or third period and like that was its own thing but mostly it was like don't use tampons use the pads uh don't t- like you have to throw away the little bag in the bathroom every single time you throw away your pad. What? Because it'll, it'll smell, and you don't want to inconvenience the other people in the house. That's very kind. Yes.
1: So yeah. After every pad.
0: After every. I was wow. I was
1: told once just once a
0: day. No. By my every time. Wow. Yeah. It I was it's, it's the amount of trash cans that I just have left keeping with menstrual products <laughs> baking in the hot sun on the outside
3: <laughs> oh, i don't you know an outhouse
0: you outhouse it's just it's warm and humid in bathrooms is what i saying sure <laughs> yes yes <laughs> wow that's very I, yeah, that's not wow. even something that i afford myself like i live alone and i wouldn't even do that for me yeah i don't do that now i'm just like
3: i'll i'll change i'll fix the little liner later, but like it was every single time I, there were seven people living in my house, so I couldn't inconvenience anybody. Mm. You know? So uh that that was kind of where it was all based on but the real fear was am I bleeding through my pants? Yeah. Mm. That always. was I always had, you know, the jacket tied around my waist at school just in case. I'd wear dark clothes, even when it was hot. And you know, that was I mean, I grew up in Northern California, but like the South Bay. So it got hot and I would be wearing yeah. like black pants and like, cause I didn't want to wear shorts because I didn't know if it would like leak down my leg. I, no one explained to me that there were ways to avoid it. Yep. My, my mom was very much like, be clean, be all of these things without giving me any instructions. Mm. Uh, so that was just the, the kind of learning curve I had. Uh, and then I had to learn about tampons through friends and have them be like, this is what you do this is what it, like, one of them showed it to me when she took it out. She's like, this is what it'll look like. Like, wow. see if it's something that you feel comfortable with before trying it. And I was like, I don't like that.
0: <laughs> it makes me nervous. Was it, it also similar? doesn't help that, like, you, <laughs> I feel like one of my first, experiences of that was like a girl putting a tampon in a water bottle in high school and I was like good god <laughs> no it looks like it's just gonna take over your body it becomes like two times its size <laughs> right yeah well the scary thing was is it was at
3: the roller rink because every Friday night it was half skating half dance party and it was everybody under 18 and it was mostly it oh under- sounds
1: like so much fun. I know. It was- I Every Friday.
3: Teammate. It yeah. was amazing. I think it was mostly middle school and like early high school kids cuz there was a different underage club downtown when you were older. Okay. Okay. Yes. San Jose. San Jose? We were we were running amok, and they didn't care. <laughs> but we went to, my friend, I was with my friend, and she was like, I have to go change my tampon. I was like, oh, my God, you use tampons? We, I mean, we never talked about it. Yeah. So we went into the bathroom, which was just like a public thing, and she's like, I have a lot of blood clunk coming out, and it was obviously a clot, yeah. and... She didn't know that. So she showed it to me and was like, this is what it looks like. Is this normal? And I was like, is this is what it is like to have a tampon in there? And she's like, yeah, then you pull it out and then all of this is here. And she was just like holding it out to me in in, like a tissue. And I I, I don't ever want to use tampons after that.
2: I'm scarred for life. I was like, I think that's normal. I don't know. I'm not a
1: doctor. (laughs) Remember in, I think it's later in this episode that we're talking about, where Maya goes into the bathroom at school. She's doing the thing where she shoves toilet paper in her pants. The janitor notices that she's clogged the toilet. So, like, the really weird janitor (laughs) hands her a tampon. And then she proceeds to look at it. And it's, like, the size of, it's, like, the prop is huge. (laughs) It's, it's like, the size of our microphones. It's, like, like, it's such a funny cut.
0: It is It also grows, like, three times. It's, like... Yeah. Small, medium, and then like the size of an adult dog. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and she's
1: and she's examining it and stuff. Yeah. It's so good.
0: Also, it's- I don't know if you noticed, but she definitely feels for like where her vagina hole is. She's like, "Yes, what is it?" I think it's that one. So relatable. Um, so relatable. relatable. Also, that janitor is like the sweetest janitor so nice ever
1: another question for you guys did you like Maya and Anna have friends that you swore that you would you know tell about your period because in another episode Maya or Anna says wait Maya doesn't have her period yet like as if she would know if if Maya were to get it but just because they've been on bad terms they haven't been talking did you have friends where you were like I will tell you when I get my period no
2: I didn't yeah I don't think I did either And it's funny because that was such like a Judy Bloom thing where like, you Mm -hmm. know, 10 or 20 years before our time in middle school, the girls were like, have you gotten yours yet? Hmm. I've gotten mine, you know?
3: And so it's like, (laughs) they talk like this and they're all 12 year olds. I'm 12. (laughs) I like butterfly clips. (laughs) I'm a bleeder. I'm very sophisticated. (laughs) No, at my school, it was less about did you get your period and more did you get your boobs yet? oh we were a boob school, boob
0: school. <laughs> you were a boob I'm school a boob and school also how see. did you play rock paper scissors like was it on three was it on shoot like <laughs> we wouldn't we wouldn't call it rock
3: paper scissors it'd be rochambo oh.
0: and then on wow. the bow you would on- do it oh. i feel like that's an norcal wow. thing i didn't it's learn that until thing. i was a teacher and i was like what are these children talking
3: about (laughs) which is funny because when Hamilton came out I was like oh is that where that's from (laughs)
2: code word is Rochambeau dig me Rochambeau Uh, um I so tragically so I grew up in Minnesota which is a really nice wholesome place but it was all very torrid but it wasn't about periods and it wasn't really about boobs although I remember someone calling out my boobs and I was like don't look at me oh god (laughs) but it was about how far had you gone yeah, um, but we were like, like that was in seventh eighth grade like i feel like that was
1: that was it what for me too it was like what base ugh. have you gotten to
2: yeah
3: so much pressure we were babies i was like yeah. watching sitcoms when i got home and doing my homework diligently and like going on <laughs> aol to yep. like look at the kids section and meanwhile my friends were like do like giving blowjobs smoking weed and i was what? like what the fuck
2: guys there's I like, would you hear about it.
3: Time for that in college. Exactly. It's already hard enough in college. Especially when you're not doing that in college. <laughs> Tell
0: me I was about like, it. yeah, college, grad school, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: early thirties. <30s. laughs> early twenties. <20s. laughs> that just reminded me of like, speaking of sleepovers, which is the other episode we'll be discussing, um, a sleepover I had in seventh grade that I feel like what I went from like Innocent girl having just like a sing along sleepover to like in a on a dime. Suddenly we were like talking about adult things. I remember we started sharing stories about like who had gone to what base and like there was a girl in our grade. I can't remember if she was there or not, but she was a close friend at the time and she'd been fingered. <gasps> we all just like and like we were talking. Oh you know, yeah, she's been fingered. Yeah yeah yeah. He fingered her. And, yeah. And we all know verb. what that means. What a horrible and verb. And I going. I remember going home and writing in my diary like. I won't say her name, but, like, Jennifer's been fingered. Like, I like, and I think I wrote, like, we are no longer children.
0: Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, yeah, should, we, should we transition to um, the, this, the sleepover, sleepover episode? episode.
1: Uh, <sighs> okay, so this is another one in which Maya has uh, – Continued to have her period. She's gotten it, um, and she hasn't told anyone at this point, right? Because I don't yeah, think I don't, she's told her mom. Right. She's no, still her using mom
3: would have up. given her a pad or something. That right. makes right. Sense. She's still using. Because I was
0: like, what the yeah. hell? She's still. I'm like, did she not learn her lesson from the janitor to not flush <laughs> The a clogged pad? toilet?
1: No, and so she goes to a sleepover, and she is still bleeding, um, and. It's a horrible sleepover. It is well, just like...
3: Before we even get to the sleepover, let's talk about the real horror, which was that three-way call at the beginning of the oh episode. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, okay, that tell, tell the listeners that... what happened, Nadia. Tell them what happened. <sighs> the most horrible thing that you could ever do to a friend yes. that all of us have experienced on yep. the end of that Maya was on, which was yes. Anna calls Maya and asks her, what do you really think of our friend Mora?" And of course... My stomach sank because yep. I forgot about this. The friend is on a on the other line on this three-way call on mute waiting to hear the actual truth. Mm, this mm-mm. happened to me so many <sighs> times. I okay there was this guy now he's gay, but I had a crush on him. Great. I had great taste. Yeah. Even back then. <laughs> and he my my bestie at the time uh, called me and was like so what do you think about so and so and i was like oh my god he's so cute did you see him today he was wearing his puka shells he was looking so fine <laughs> <laughs> and she was like see so and so she likes you i told you and he was like like hi blah 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 i'm on the line i hung up immediately <gasps> oh i was god. really upset at my friend but you like just like anna she was like oh, like it was not a big deal at the time i hung up but I would have played it off. Because next time I saw her, I pretended nothing happened. Yeah. Same with him. You're like, no, that was so funny. It was like the funniest thing ever. I laughed like so hard when I was. I hung up because I was laughing. laughing. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, literally, I, I was like doubled over. Like the, literally like, lolling. It is.
2: It's a comfort <laughs> and sad that I've had the exact same situation. A friend called me. But she made me. She kept plying me for information. And I was being kind of cagey. Uh, Because I liked her cousin, and but she was like, "I know you like him. You've told me that before." And I'm like, "Why are you like pushing this?" And she's like, "I just think it's really important for you to say like I love Evan." Just like say, just like say, (laughs) it's really important. It's really important. And I was just like, and finally I was just like, fine, I love Evan. And she's like, Evan, did you hear that? And I was like, (gasps) what? (laughs) And like hung up the phone. It was terrible. It was terrible
3: I have a question for you ladies what do you do you obviously these situations are borderline deranged <laughs> like <laughs> what do you think possessed us to act this way to our friends
0: well the so pituitary he- <laughs> Seriously, it's our
2: prefrontal cortex is not developed I mean this is going to be a bold statement but I also don't talk to that girl who did that to me good um, but did any of us perpetrate a call like that, or were we on the receiving end? You're looking at me. You think I did that? To you. <laughs> did anyone on this
1: call? I did it
3: with boys because I have no respect for boys. Oh, Still fair. to this day, fair. that's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. fair.
1: I don't think I don't think I ever. I rem, I have a vague memory of being on the other end of one. Mm-hmm. Um, did you block it? I don't. But I And it, it must not have been that bad, but I don't think I ever did. But I remember that flash button being on phones and that being a new button, and that was the button yes. you pressed. You would yeah. flash somebody. That's what you said, like, I'm, I'll, I'll flash her. I'll
3: oh, flash that's... Her. Into, ours is <laughs> called Party Line. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, right. yeah. on, on phones in the Pacific Northwest, it was a flash button. Wow. I think we were saying
3: three-way.
2: Like, we were just really uh, adult and a little too yeah. fast in, in <laughs> suburban Minneapolis.
1: But it's funny that, like... We've all we all are from different parts of the country That's true. and like this was something that happened in every single like I think about this a lot with like our childhood like you know how mm-hmm. we all used to dra- draw that weird S-shaped oh, yeah. Studio logo yes. like how did we all know to draw that like how did okay. we all know to like punk our friends like, <laughs> like what is it like there's something in the water in this country because because we didn't have tiktok we didn't have instagram right. we weren't like no. recording this so did one person just like show everyone how to
3: do the s, the s. and then like, I know, tell your friends did, i did learn about the three-way calling the party line the flashing Ugh. uh <laughs> from my sisters who are older Cause okay. they would they did a lot of this stuff with their friends and I thought I'm never gonna do that. I'm gonna be supportive of my lady friends. Mm-hmm. So I was the one who got unsupported by my lady friends. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: that was
3: but, but yeah, I did learn from that and there were I think it was on TV sometimes, like seventh heaven. Oh. Sure, maybe. Oh, yes. that feels That's very seventh cool. heaven.
0: I also wanna say, like for shame on more Ma- it's Mora, right?
3: Ugh, I yeah. don't like that What is she the psycho
0: worst. killer. She's <laughs> very concerned. Um, yeah. but first of all, if I was hosting a tween slumber party, I would have pads everywhere. Like where there ah. are chips, there are pads. Like pads <laughs> in lieu of a bouquet. Like pa- like I would I would like give a house tour and be like, "Everyone, here are the- where the pads are." <laughs> like wow like i felt so bad for maya that there wasn't like anything in either of those bathrooms she used two separate well, but there
1: probably were in her house and she didn't use them either so i think even if there had been she clearly wasn't using any sort of period i product. think she was i do know her I don't denial know if, phase yeah yeah, yeah i, I don't fair. really
3: know if she would have had things available if her mom was the only one who menstruated and she had her own bathroom so like maybe there's something there like we don't really know. My mom
1: put pads under my my sink. Though. Hello. She oh, always got was it. like pads are under your sink.
0: That's sweet. My sisters yeah. got their period, so I was like covered. Yeah.
3: But they yeah, were. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's fair. I. So I'm just realizing that this was probably only the second time she got her period. I think the first one was the season finale in the dance oh, episode. Yeah. So I think this is only the second time. Which is right, yeah, right. it's all coming. I'm together. surprised she didn't talk to her mom about it. I know, Me too. they're so close. Yeah, but, but I think but, it, you know, she,
2: well, I think it was that thing where she she didn't want to not be her mom's little girl. So I think it was like, well, I'm not going to tell my mom because I still need her to be my mommy.
0: Meg T was a wisdom. wisdom. Well, Ugh, you so much wisdom. I still would have so, had pads everywhere, use them as yeah. decoration. Like I'm like, come on, you guys, with like a little bit of thing
3: of like Advil in like yeah, yeah. like in give, little yes. those little paper cups that they
0: give to the people <laughs> at like the hospital. It's like just in case you have cramps. It yeah. would have been like their take home bag, like their party yeah. favor. I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. Yeah,
3: no, the, the the part about the sleepover episode that was really hard to watch was that there was just no mom involved. Yeah. yeah. And, was, like, I know that that's a part of, like, the drama of it all, but, like, her mom, Mora's mom, clearly checked doesn't... Checked out. Yeah, she was just gone. Yeah.
1: She was, like, that... We all had a friend that had the mom that, like, stocked up on sugar. Yes. That, like, was, like, do you want a Gatorade? I was, and like, then afraid of their
0: kid. Yeah. Yeah, yes. and then like
1: left. Like that. That mom became the friend that then let kids drink in their basement. You know, because she's like, the we cool mom. Because she's the cool mom who's just really a bad mom. Yeah, <laughs> just a bad bad parent. Um, yeah, it's insane. So the then so Maya goes to the bathroom. She clogs up the toilet at like four in the morning. Mora wakes everyone up in the basement into demanding who clogged her toilet because it's
3: really did. expensive.
2: Right, it's, an expensive, it's new and expensive new toilet. Maya, just um, tell us, because then I know how to fix it. I'm like, you don't need to know who oh, did this. You, to you fix bee, it. You Ex- big old dumb
3: bitch. Do not like her. That's I don't trust Kid people logic. who drink Surge. <laughs> and, and then, it, so true.
2: And then she like pulls Maya's pants
1: down in yeah. front so of everyone. Fucked. It's uh, horrible. Right.
2: And then, let's just keep talking about what happens in this episode. She jostles around her business so much that her wadded up teepee falls out. And then they throw it around the sleepover. And that adorable friend who's like there just because of her mom who's sleeping under the pool table just like looks and is just like, whatever. She's like I've also been that friend herself. at a sleepover.
1: I've been the friend that I have like, I have a saxophone lesson tomorrow. I have to sleep.
0: <laughs> sleeping under the pool table or wherever the hell she was.
3: Oh, it was so good. Uh, it was really sad because Maya was being like "ew, ew, ew." Also, until at one point she's like, "I have you guys are just being mean." And yeah, she picked it up and put it back in her pants.
0: Yes, and then the so the the witchery of thirteen year old girls to then make. <sighs> this, the biggest slight that Maya didn't tell Anna, they all rush to Anna and they're hugging her and like getting her worked Mm -hmm. up and being like, I can't believe she did that. That's like the most horrible thing that you've ever experienced in your 13 years on the (laughs) earth. (laughs) (laughs) Just the emotional manipulation that (laughs) girls can just whip up out of nowhere. This is why I watch Real Housewives. Like that is the same Mm -hmm. shit that's happening In 40s, 50s, 60s, 70-year-old women. It's the same (laughs) bullshit. And it's riveting.
3: (laughs) Sure. I wanted to talk about the ending scene on the sleepover episode with Maya and her mom in the bathtub with all the oranges. I think they were oranges. Yes. And they were in this, like, really beautiful, like, rosewater bath. And... Maya like totally freaked out because she's like, I lied to my best friend about not getting my period. She probably hates me now. And her mom gave her this like I was sobbing. Yeah, it was the first time I watched it. I was a mess. The second time I watched it for this prep to prep for our pod here. Uh, I was just like a wreck because yes. her mom says uh, a woman is like a salad bowl. And you only really keep the things in the salad bowl that you want to keep fresh. And, you know, it can be, you know, your friends or your family or whatever it is. But you can only hold so much in the bowl. And that's like such an important lesson to learn when you're that young that, like, I know I didn't get. So seeing that as an older person looking back on my younger self, like, I wish I could go back to my younger self and be like, you're a salad bowl.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You got to take some shit out
3: of there, girl. (laughs) Yeah. And
2: just like the gentleness of it, and like the fact that it's like I love that they just bathe together, and then Ugh. her mom is being so sweet with her, and like you know they're so vulnerable together, and so I'm just like this I mean this is such a a wonderful representation of what like mothers and daughters can be you know
3: yeah it's all it's also nice because I feel like a lot of mother-daughter relationships in these kinds of TV shows are very fraught, but yeah. her mom is super supportive The best part about that dance episode was when the kid who was, like, really quiet and sensitive came in with a Limp biscuit shirt and a spiky necklace. Because that was where, that's the direction I went.
2: (laughs) Anna's ex-boyfriend, who now is goth
3: yeah exactly he's goth because he listens to limb biscuit legitimately (laughs) i have the shirt that that kid is wearing in that episode (laughs) i have it i wear it as a pajama shirt i was gonna wear it for the recording of this but it's in the hamper uh but does that mean
2: you (laughs) still currently do it
3: all for the nookie i do it all for the nookie (laughs) come on
2: (laughs) i didn't know that about you (laughs) so you can take that cookie (laughs) i'll stick it up
3: Listen, I stand behind Chocolate Starfish on the Hot Dog Flavored Water. That's a really <laughs> good album. I listened to it a lot. It's <laughs> back then.
1: Okay, I like, this, I like this question that Meg Tro has put in the doc um, for everyone to answer. Were you more of a Maya or an Anna?
3: Or a Mora? oh god i hope okay let's do a breakdown of these types of characters so maya is kind of the more hypersensitive one kind of hyperactive yes kind of secretive uh and anna wants to be a lot older than she is and like acts very wise Mm -hmm. but is actually not she's so wise. and then Mora is just fucking awful (laughs) (laughs) yes Terrible. A liar. I hate that child. Um, oh, my God. I can't believe I hate a child.
1: I think <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm a little bit more like Anna because I was always really good with parents. Mm. Um, And again, like trying to be older than I am. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that was me.
2: I also think I was more of an Anna, but with Maya's masturbation habits. <laughs> <laughs> so, but oh I was mostly kind mature understanding really like passive at people's houses so like whatever the parents rules were i followed them to a t Mm -hmm. um and also, also you sang in the choir like anna i sang in the choir though i rarely got
0: solos i'm more of a i'm like a mix between that annoying girl that one of their guy friends dates that's nice and what's up the sky? (laughs) no i don't know if i have that jenna
1: her name is jenna
0: Jenna. friends jenna seems like she doesn't have any friends no i'm like a a much more sheltered maya like i wasn't Mm -hmm. touching any of myself and see nadia (laughs) understands um but i was like i'm still this friend where i will do anything for a laugh so when she's like get in the bag like, I would have gotten the bag. in the back In high school I allowed my friends To steal my lunchbox And my backpack Because I thought it was funny One time okay, they, okay. One You time, let them <laughs> I They put funny. my backpack in a tree I was late to no. class they, they convinced me That they wanted to do some like Swing dance routine One of them picked me up The other one stole my shoes Right as the bell <laughs> <laughs> right. The bell rang, and I was like, <laughs> "Come on, you guys! <laughs> it's not funny anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna get like it's a detention." <laughs> so oh in my that god. way, also you, I'm Maya. you had a rolly backpack like Maya. I did have a
3: rolly backpack. Oh my go? god, my mom wanted me to get one, and I was like, "I cannot do that. <laughs> Only the weird kid who really likes anime has one, and I don't want to be." <laughs> He wears sweatpants that are a little too short. (laughs) Okay,
1: Maya or uh, Nadia, are you Maya or
0: Anna?
3: I am a mixture between Anna because I was super, super sensitive and also the kind of closeted friend, Gabe, who was like confused because at that time, everybody was really into Lizzie McGuire and I really did not like it. But it was wow. because I had a major crush on Hillary Duff, and I couldn't explain oh, it. Got it. Mm. So, so, like,
2: so I don't watch it. So I like, don't I watch can't. it. I cannot.
3: It I cannot. Wa- I can't handle it. I, <laughs> I watched the engage. episode with Aaron Carter though, and then when both of them were on the screen together and they kiss, I was like, cannot compute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had like a little
3: meltdown a little bit. But you know, looking back, I was just like, I was a little bit gay. Yeah. Makes, <laughs> sense. Little sense.
2: makes sense. Now everything makes sense. But it's so hard back then. It's so hard. So Great. shall we do our crazy questions? Let's do yeah. it. Crazy
3: questions.
0: Okay. Once. Number one. Let's go first. What historical event best represents your period? Ooh.
1: That's really. It good. can be. It can be the two thousand Bush v. Gore
2: <laughs> uh,
1: okay.
0: I
2: think the hanging chad. I think the
1: <clears throat> hanging chad is is what we call uh, a dangling clot. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> the event that I'm going to pick is the red carpet where Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears wore all denim. Oh <laughs> because it's Amazing. awkward, but it's iconic. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: and it also probably came around the same time your period did exactly
3: so
0: it's just like it's nostalgic Uh, also and also it ends in
3: disaster yes absolutely the Uh,
0: chafing i mean my
3: god
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's It's historical great answer great answer nadia if your period were a tv character
3: who would it be it would definitely be leslie nope oh because it knows a lot about itself but it's a Mm. mess <laughs> mm. Yes.
1: That's, That's a lot of female characters on TV. Self-awareness. yeah <laughs> yeah.
3: But I think I pick Leslie because it's always somewhat positive. Yeah. You know? Like it like works that. with you. Like yeah. it's going to work with you. You we, talk it out. We, and... we talk all the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Nadia, what's your period's catchphrase?
3: Oh. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Give me a second. I would say my periods catchphrase is I'm back but like in a scary way
0: wow <laughs> like here's Poltergeist. Johnny situation. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure Nadia thank you
1: so much for being a friend of the pod a mm. guest of the pod and a friend of the
3: Of the blows.
1: blows. We love you so much. I
3: love you so much. It's been so long since we've seen each other in person. Just all of us together. So I hope that can happen soon. Thank you for having me. And I hope that we can have you on our pod and we can talk about literally anything.
1: Meg, wait, who someone wrote a really good suggestion on um, uh, what you guys should cover. Was that you Meg?
2: Yeah. Which? Um, uh, Just the fact that all of us at some point were in a production of this show. The vagina monologues. Oh. I, I wonder how that holds up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I, that would be such a good episode. That oh would
3: be really good. Is there a, a stage show that they recorded? Yeah, I think it's, it was I'm on I'm sure you'll find it somewhere. I think
0: it was on HBO. They did like a video version of it. Yeah.
3: Or um, you could find the
1: script too. Oh my God. Incredible.
0: Well, the. I love you
3: and this pod so much. I appreciate it. I would love to do anything on anything, but most importantly, you guys are doing such important work, and I appreciate what you do. Well, thank you so much for saying that. That means a lot. And (laughs) I love you.
1: We love you. Let's stay in touch. Everyone go watch or go listen to Probably Should Have Known Better. Nadia, is there anything else people can know about you where they can find you if they want to find you?
3: Yeah, so I am at it's Nadia Vasquez. It's V-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z on Twitter. We're at Proly should on Twitter as well. Our new uh, season comes out in June. We're going to be doing season four purely SNL movies. Oh. So we're going to be covering Killer. everything from Blues Brothers to Hey It's Pat to Popstar. Wow. Don't wow. Never Stop. Never Stopping, I think, is yeah. p- one of my favorite movies of all time. So that is one that I'm going to be defending with my life. Uh, so that is good. And nice. we just released season three during the pandemic which is all a uh, Hollywood blockbuster so you can check that out on mm. iTunes Stitcher SoundCloud and Spotify love it
1: Yay! have a great rest of your evening Nadia we love you so much I love you so, so much love, love. man Nadia is like so fun and so smart she's
2: just like yeah
1: so analytical and so intelligent and so wonderful and so funny
2: great. so funny just love her one of my faves it has been one of my faves since like she was 18 and yeah. I was just a mature 22. <laughs>
1: <That was hot. laughs> um, so like we said before, uh, the three of us did just appear on Nadia, Nadia's podcast with her co-host, Tony probably should have known better. And I believe that episode is live now
2: by the time you hear this, yeah. I'm
1: pretty sure we're also on their podcast feed. So definitely yeah. check it out.
2: Check it out, their podcast this week. We're on it, and we're on it a lot.
1: If you're SNL dorks like we are, if you know who Anna Gasteyer and Michaela Watkins are, then you're gonna want to tune in. Agreed. Yeah. Um.
0: Let's do a Why I Cried. Why did I cry this week? Cry this week. Nobody's supposed to be here. When I talk about why I cried this week Ooh. I shed a tear, teared up, tried not to full on Ball when um so my dad's best friend sadly passed away um, of COVID about a month ago. We just had his services a couple weeks ago, and his widow um, came over and hung out with us, and she is um, insane, but <laughs> <laughs> but she shared a very very touching story about helping her sister when her sister was dying, and she went to take care of her and kind of like walked her you know like to the other side basically and then when she passed away they didn't take her to a morgue her friends just kind of came over and like took care of the body and like brushed her hair and like like adorned her with flowers and just like put her on a table outside like an old school wake and then her friends all just came over and like celebrated around her and then they put her in a car and they had like a parade of people drive her to the um crematorium and they like adorned the cars with all this decoration it just sounded like the most beautiful way to go yeah and it was like equal parts weird but also equal parts like so sweet that this woman had so many people in her life that just like cared for her and cared for her in such a deep way and came together Um, and send her off yeah it was so beautiful and surprising from this individual (laughs) so that was um that was a very touching story oh I did not expect any
1: of that yeah
3: (laughs) me neither
0: like why did Meg cry oh because of a specific wake didn't
2: yep Um, I most recently cried on my walk today, um, <laughs> because that I expect from, <laughs> right? <Maggie Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um,
2: I have a new playlist, uh, that, uh, is hundred percent slaps, no skips, swear to God. And, um, <laughs> one of the songs is burn from Hamilton. Uh, mm. basically I feel like I'm just like re-getting into my, like piano bars are open and I just want to be ready to like Mm
0: -hmm. sing
2: at a moment's notice Mm -hmm. um
0: can you sing bits of a burn for those of us who don't like have the entire playlist memorized I saved
2: every letter you wrote to me from the moment I read them I knew you were mine um it's that one it's the one that that Philippa sings that um Eliza sings after the Reynolds pamphlet do 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 um anyways it's her burning the love letters he sent her because she's like fuck you and then she has this great line where she's like i'm taking myself out of the narrative Mm. that future historians wonder how liza reacted when you broke her heart oh so good but every time like it's so dumb oh this is after the affair yes got it yes um i've Liz. i've heard this song at least 100 if not
1: Hundreds? No you've listened to it probably a thousand times
2: It's an uncomfortable amount of time Um, Every time Every time Those three songs There's Burn um, When Philip dies and Quiet Uptown Like here's a little Anyways um, but yeah so I just uh, Once again I'm in the panhandle Wiping a tear because she's like You'll sleep in your office instead With only the memories Um, Of when you you were were mine
1: Hmm. Let you finish that one. Um,
2: <laughs> no, that's great.
1: Ugh, I love that. I need to get back into Hamilton. I feel like I need, I need, I need B to grow up around yeah. only that. <laughs>
2: yeah. That <laughs> exclusively exclusively.
1: Um, thanks Meg. Um, I cried this week because I'm pretty sure my breastfeeding journey might be coming to an end soon. And that made me really, really sad. Um, I, yeah, I mean, B is in daycare now. She's thriving, you guys. She is the cool. cutest more nugget. than any
0: of the three of us, for sure. She's more well-adjusted <laughs> than any of us in anything. By far the most thriving person I know in my life.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's, and so, and even before that, I wasn't pumping, you know, as much. I would, I'd nurse her in the morning and at night. And like, so, I, and I just, honestly, though, I hate pumping with a passion. And so, mm. I just was sort of, okay, I think I'm going to finish pumping now. And I think I'm going to just, you know, only nurse her in the when she wakes up and then at night. But I think by the time night rolls around, I'm just out of milk. And so like she Mm. nurses for comfort, but then she's like, all right, that wasn't enough. Now I need a bottle. And it just kind of hit me that that's like, this is like a real end of an era. Um, And I got really sad and cried to Carl about it and, and he, he was really sad. He's like, this is sad for me, you know? And, oh. and I looked it up and it is like, you know your hormones are drop precipitously when you start breastfeeding. Cause it's like the oxytocin oh, wow. and a lot of other things. So it's very common for people who breastfeed to suddenly just like be filled with emotion. Hmm. And it really was just that night
0: ever since then I've I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm okay with this tapering off. It's interesting that you say people have a drop in hormones when they stop, because I've heard that even right after you stop breastfeeding, you can have, like, a really intense drop in your mood. Yeah, I've heard, actually, there's a couple
1: things I've heard, and maybe we can do an episode on this in a future season, but there is um, uh, the feeling of, like, when you when your milk lets down yeah um sometimes people feel that as their baby is starting to nurse other people feel it like before like it's like oh i gotta go my my milk is like coming in Mm -hmm. that people a lot of people report also feeling like huge sadness in that moment just for a split second and i kind of got little pieces of that but sometimes i i was like oh what was that but this was more like this is the end of an era and i think yeah for this also like i've been really i think not to toot my own toot, but like, I feel like I've been pretty well adjusted about like, okay, she's moved out of our room into her own room to sleep. Mm, You know, Carl was the one who sort of like resisted that, but I was like, no, it's, she's ready to sleep on her own. I've been really excited about daycare. I'm like, you know what? It's going to be hard, but like, she's going to be social and meet other babies and like learn hopefully to like hear, speak Spanish. But then this has just been like, this is just it no more breastfeeding mm. is over there's yeah she's also going to grow up and eat food and like you know but like there's no replacing breastfeeding you know mm-hmm. what I mean like it so that was that was just a tough moment yeah. um and probably the saddest I've been postpartum Aww. So
0: anyway yeah, it goes so fast.
1: I know, and I was looking yeah. over at the couch like I used I would nurse her for hours on that couch and oh. Carl was like and you hated it, remember? <laughs> like, yeah, but now I want it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on but I really have hated pumping. Especially working and having to like pause work to pump and then mm, get yeah. like no milk, like because you're like either stressed or you're not doing it right or you're not paying attention and you look down after thirty minutes and you've gotten like one ounce of milk. Oh you're my like, god, oh, right. and this sucks. So I'm okay with that part beating over. I just, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a change. It's a change. It's a shift. Yeah, yeah. And that damn baby, she's just growing fast. She's, she's getting teeth. Too fast. So she's almost six teeths right now. Oh She's Jesus. I know.
2: Love her. Well, thanks bleeders for tuning in with us for another great episode. And thanks to Nadia for being a fantastic guest next week. You're going to want to tune in. It's a bleed search episode. Just the three of us in a room together, holding hams, talking about, uh, emergency contraception and plan B. Um, Bleed search done by our very own Kate Elston. And until next week, you can find us on Instagram at Vicious Psycho Podcast. You can leave us a review. And, you know, if it's five stars, that's like so nice. Um, And tell your friends about us. Call our hotline, 9106 Uterus. And I just hope as you embark on the rest of your week that you keep calm. And bleed bleed everywhere. everywhere.
1: Our theme song was written by Meg Trowbridge and performed by The Go-Ahead. Find them at thegoaheadmusic.com. And our Vicious Psycho logo was created by Katie Newman. Find her at katienewman.online.